In the organized crime version of sex work, I experience scam artists the most. A person who attempts to defraud others by presenting a fraudulent offer and pretending that it is legitimate, basically another name for a con, a con artist. It's also called uh, scam artistry, if you will. So now that you have an understanding of why I am passionate about sex workers' rights and ethical adult sex work, and I gave you the full synopsis as to why you know even more about my my compassionate love and sacrificial love and unconditional love and neighborly love for for, uh, adult sex workers. Now I want to pretty much explain something that I've, I've shared uh, countless times throughout the podcast. And it is so much on my heart to share such things with you all. Um, as you know, I decided to um, become a global porn icon, global porn star, so to speak. But I also decided to do it with everyone's, including my own, our human rights intact. Um, Our civil and political rights intact. Our economic, social, and cultural rights intact. Our equal rights intact. Our Our equity rights intact um, with my autism human rights intact with my black human rights intact and with my child abuse slash adult abuse survivors rights intact and I apply all these rights lovingly and wisely to everybody else All of our human rights are intact. So therefore, no one will feel a sense of people aren't educating me about my rights. And that's when I come in and help educate them about their rights. And I'm doing this for sex workers who may be listening. Um, So they can have a platform or somebody schooling them kindly on, hey, it's okay to be in any industry, including the adult 
entertainment industry. You can have your triple X fun, but the most important part of the fun and the centrality of the fun is your rights are not obliterated. Therefore, your humanity is not, your full humanity is not obliterated either. So I think that that is important for people to understand is no matter what industry you participate in, the industries that are beloved and the industries that are considered controversial. Controversial industries can be beloved by some and not be loved by others. That's true too. But no matter what industry you participate in, no matter what career positions or career fields you take within any industry that you choose to participate in, you, everyone should know their rights, not just porn performers, not just sex workers. Study your appropriate entitlements, your appropriate prerogatives, your appropriate rights, your appropriate um, code of conduct, your your appropriate ethics of justice. And the one industry that often people discard when it comes to those necessities is the adult industry. So now I'm going to read to you, after I just talked off the top of my head, and I'm going to read to you things that even a lot of porn performers, a lot of sex workers, a lot of people in other industries don't know the questions that they can ask. You do have the right to ask appropriate questions. Appropriate questions means ask about your rights. If you don't ask about your rights... That is how abuse culture can ensnare people. So a lot of people don't think about how even porn performers, even sex workers, they are capable of intellect and they have the ability to exude intelligence. So, it's not just people in other industries asking questions. Even adult entertainment career um, entrepreneurs and adult entertainment career workers, they have concerns just like everybody else. Their concerns are more pronounced than everybody else because the industry they work in is more... critiqued than all the other industries. So, now let's talk about the fact that I'm going to personalize everything that I'm going to be reading to you, okay? As a future 
porn performer and a future contractor in the adult entertainment industry, it is my responsibility to ensure that I know the details of the shoot before I'm agreeing to perform in scenes. By asking the right questions, I will be able to make my inf- my well-informed decisions on whether or not I book a shoot and I perform the scenes to the best of my abilities and my capabilities. I don't want to be I don't want to show up on set and to be caught off guard by some things that could potentially ruin a shoot and waste everyone's time and money. So I know the right questions to ask before booking my next shoot. My next shoots. So Okay, what? What is this scene or video about? What what will I be required to do? Again, I'm personalizing it all so you will hear it from me and not from somebody else. I'm putting my spin to it. I'm not relying totally on what somebody else wrote. Okay, what is the scenes or videos about? What will I be required to do? I will want to find out what kinds of scenes I'll be shooting. Are they hardcore, softcore, VR, BDSM, fetish? Will I be performing with a partner, solo, or groups? You know, partners. I make sure that I am comfortable with the acts I am being asked to perform. I am never afraid to say no. And I am never afraid to speak facts in love. And I am never afraid to speak the truths in love. Okay, what will be my pay rate? Simply put, how much will I be paid and how? Some companies that I may choose to work for pay by the hour or in blocks, such as a day rate or half day. I am not afraid to negotiate the pay if I feel it is too low for me. I will want to find out how I'll be getting paid. Is it paid in cash or by check, I ask? Do I get paid the day of the shoots or is it uh, payroll checks that gets issued at later dates? If I'm receiving a payroll check, I find out if I need to pick it up from an office or if it will be mailed to me. This is so empowering to use assertive communication language. Okay, let me do this again. Just one sentence. Some companies that I may choose to work for may pay me by the hour and block, such as a day rate or half day. There I go. Yes. Make this as me-centered as possible. This is my career here. 
What company is it for pertaining to me? I find out what company the videos are for. I research the company. I research the companies. Yeah. I find out what companies the videos are for. I research the companies and I make sure that I am fully okay with working for them and my fully being associated with their brand. I check out the type of contents they have produced in the past to make sure that it fits my innate temperament and my inborn personality at my core. Yep, what companies is it for? Is the question, one of the questions I'll be asking. One of the appropriate questions I'll be asking. What are the makeup or wardrobe requirements when it comes to me? I don't want to show up on set assuming that I will be provided wardrobe and makeup. I may have to supply my own. Well, there are some companies that will give the wardrobe and makeup. Every porn entity is different. Some may give you those things. You may have to provide yourself those things. So these are all the things that I'll be knowing before I enter that world. And whatever financial costs I may have to pay will be extremely affordable for me. I will never bankrupt myself. And I thought about something that I've been thinking about for quite some time. Knowing me, I will be a superstar in that adult film world. At the same time, I will not never allow myself to be bullied nor controlled or, you know, and I'm not throwing shade at anybody that those things happen to them. My heart, as you know, always goes out to people who've been controlled or abused. I know what that's like. I'm just saying now that I have the information that I have and I'm able and I was able to do all the healing that I've been you know able to heal I know not to be a people pleaser and not to be a people appeaser because sometimes people want you to do more than necessary more than required and that can include uh porn performances and for me the amount that I do, it will be in patches here and there. Even though, even though I will, I I I have the confidence of knowing in my heart that because I'm providing something that world that's truly never been seen before or barely have been seen in terms of, wow, this person, the way that this person has sex, it's so, it's like empathy is the center for this person. The way that this person treats people sexually neighborliness is at the center as well. 
the neighborliness and the empathy are metaphorically dancing well together. And it shows up in the unclothed eroticism, fully unclothed eroticism, I might add. And at the same time, this person is willing to work with all humane companies. And this person is not addicted to attention. Um, This person's, their risk-taking is logical because they only engage in logical risk in terms of logical risk-taking. And this person has such a, a, a thick skin that they're not doing what they're doing out of craziness, out of bullshit, out of stupidity, out of foolishness, out of laziness, out of wanting to stay unhealed or any barbaric reasons. This person is doing it all correctly. This person does their homework. This person studies, this person asks questions. This person embraces healthy legal representation. And this person does, will never sign a contract that's null and void. And this person will never put themselves in, in contractual hot mess. And this person actually off camera is just as empathetic and of neighborliness than on camera. And this person studied everything about the industry and all their rights, you know, before they agreed to do anything within the industry. So that'll make a lot of people in that world respect me because when I speak up about some injustice happening in the industry, it's not coming from a place of malice nor nor bitterness, but it is coming from a place of, hey, we all are important. We all are fully human, beautifully speaking, and we all have civility, dignity, and integrity that should never be tried to be stolen from us. I'm not the type that causes trouble for the hell of it. I just say, no, I'm John Lewis good trouble. I'm the kind of good trouble that people go, yeah, Antonio's not about abolishing the adult industry. No, he never wants to do that. Antonio's just saying, hey, his ideas will attract more well-meaning people to our industry. Because when everyone's rights are um, joyfully honored, that provides more right-minded customers, more right-minded performers, more right-minded camera crews, more right-minded porn crews, you know, the the technicians and audio engineers, those type of things. It attracts more of the right-minded people, so therefore 
we feel even more at peace with the money we're making. We're making right-minded money from right-minded people because Antonio is a right-minded person and the money we make with him is right-minded money too. So that industry will understand, oh, Antonio is never an asshole. He's never an ass swipe. He's never an ass crack. And he's never a jackass. That's why sex with Antonio is enjoyable beyond measure, beyond compare, because off camera as a person, he's enjoyable beyond measure and beyond compare. I just talked off the top of my head for quite some time. Let me keep going. So ask if wardrobe and makeup is supplied is exactly what I'll be doing. I will ask if wardrobe and makeup is supplied. I may have to do my own makeup and I may have to bring my own wardrobe options for the shoot. It's okay for me. When it comes to the right companies, I don't mind healthy acquiescing. Not compromising my moral integrity, though. There's a difference. I ask if time will be allowed for makeup. If not, I'll have to show camera ready, meaning my full hair and my full makeup done before I arrive on site. When? When does the shoot take? When does the shoots take place for me? When is the call times for me? I'll want to find out when the shoot takes split when the shoots take place and what times I'm expected to be on set. I make sure the shoots fits into my schedule and I allow myself enough time to prepare to prepare for my performances. And what are the performances? It's good to ask this. My performances will be about my compassionate character. So even though there are some slight exaggerations when it comes to angle angle shoots, that's not bad because for me, Because what I do on camera is what I do off camera, I would never do something on camera that didn't fit who I am, that didn't fit my heart, that didn't fit my mind, that didn't fit my soul, didn't fit my memories of of who I know truly myself and the right people to be. I'm not doing something that is internally dangerous. And I'm not doing something that's externally dangerous either. Um, For me, I would go, okay. There are ways to do any industry that as long as it's understood that performance, when it coming, stemming from a healthy self-esteem person is actually healthy because they don't say that, oh, I, I'm only 
lovable, likable, and respectable because of my performances. That's not how I live my life. I am lovable by the right people because of who I am. I am likable by the right people because of who I am. I am respectable by the right people because of who I am. I'm respectful no matter what because of who I am. So, whether you whether you dislike me or don't have the best good terms with me, I will never allow you to mistreat me. It is possible to respect people you dislike. Just because I may not feel warm and fuzzy when I see you, that doesn't mean that I am allowed to degrade you. Then it says, when does the shoot end? What is... When does the shoot... When does the shoots end for me? What is the appro- What is the approximate length of the shoots? Is it a feature that... Is it... Are they features that requires long shooting hours or quick videos that could be done in a couple hours? Those are the other questions I'll be asking. Because... What a lot of people don't consider is that they think about, oh, let's just do the scene, but your time is just as valuable as everybody else's. So I would never do a shoot that went longer than necessary. Like if I do the math, if they give me a shoot time and I do the math in my head, It has to, one, okay, I studied this film, and let's say it should go for five hours. If it had to go 24 hours, I would go, why 19 more hours? In terms of total hours shoot, it may be a few days each day. And it's like, okay, if it's such a good film that more time had to be added... Or more adjustments had to be made because like, wow, we're doing much better than expected. Wow. We're, there's way more on-screen chemistry and on-screen compatibility than we assumed. Oh my God, we need to do more. As long as it's not overly time-consuming, I have no problem with that. But if it's just, and, and if they're willing to pay us more... Then I'm really in for it. Okay, extending hours means you have to extend my pay. That makes sense. But if they extend the hours, want to do more, but not extend the pay, my response is a calm no. My no is my complete sentence, and that's it. Um, okay. Who are my co-stars? I will be researching my scene partners and my scene partner to make sure I am fully comfortable working with them. If I am not fully comfortable working with that person and those people, I have the right to say no in love.
for example, are the person slash person working with adequately tested with kinds of sexually transmitted infections and diseases? Will they be able to show their results to me on the day of the shoots? And if I don't have any on-screen chemistry nor on-screen compatibility with a with a person and those people, I will not work with them at all. And if we have no off-screen chemistry nor off-screen compatibility based upon worldviews, life views, personalities, and temperaments, I will not be working with them at all. If there's no off-screen compatibility chemistry, then there's there's going to be no on-screen compatibility in chemistry. That is how I feel as well. Okay. So... Who is who is gonna direct what I do? Who's gonna be the director? I may want to find out who the directors are because I will research them. I will find out if they've worked with other performers. Sometimes the director will also be my scene partners if it is point of view videos, which I am ecstatic about because as long as these people on off screen on screen in terms of the whole porn assemblage of the films for example as long as we're all um of human decency toward another and ourselves and if they have dual roles as long as it's not unnecessarily causing conflict of interest then I don't see why not um who would be on this who will be on the set that I'm in? I will ask who will be on the set. If it is a larger shoot, then there may be several people on set during filming such as production assistants, photographers, audio engineers, and makeup artists. They'll be with me. I'll be sure I will be able to perform in front of audiences. Where? Where will the shoots take place? Is the shoot local or out of town? I may ask. Is somewhere that I can get to on my own? Or will travel be required? I may ask. If travel is required, I will ask if expenses will be covered. Also, porn is not legal everywhere. Mmm. That is a... That is a fact that I am definitely mindful of. I am aware of the local laws in that jur- in the in that in that jurisdictions and that the acts I'll be forming are legal. I will find out details about the shoot locations, such as where to park, where to enter, who to contact in case I need directions. Knowing the answer to these questions can help me decide if the shoots are right for me or wrong for me. I'll be able to accept the booking with confidence that I that I know what I'm getting myself into. Hello everyone, so 
there's definitely more to share. But I, I just feel like personalizing the articles I read, using eye language so you know it, what I'm thinking. Tips to start a porn production company. Everyone to start your own porn production company? Yes, I'm answering the question for y'all to hear. Get tips for starting a porn production company? I'm going to be doing that right about now. Then it says, you know, I'm going to personalize all of this. I understand that the adult industry has always been considered a high-risk business due to various reasons. But for me, that doesn't take away from the fact that it's still one of the most lucrative and big money businesses. I understand that the porn industry has been growing by leaps and bounds over the years with various verticals in the industry. I understand that the adult industry can be considered to be one of the most accepting and adaptive in nature businesses in the current times. I understand, for instance, as brick and mortar strip clubs saw a decline, we, including myself, saw the rise of online strip clubs or camming sites taking up a challenge. So, I understand it's safe to say that the adult industry is far, far away from an end and there's still so much that I can do. Today in this article, I'm, and Tony Ray Myers, going to take you to take us through some valuable tips on how we can start a porn production company of porn production companies of our own for anybody that wants to do it. So, let's get right into it. Tips on how to start a porn company. Okay, number one, I set the expectations right with the models. I understand that porn is a very lucrative business as it makes you good money in a short time. Models... From what I understand, who apply for being porn stars or more often than not, allude to what it takes to be a porn model. I get that they just see the money and jump right into it without thinking of the consequences. So, as a porn production company, the onus is on me to well inform them of what I expect of them in my business. That means for myself, right from what sexual positions... They would have to act to the sex toys that would be used. Putting everything out on the table is a safe and ethical practice for hiring models for shoots. That will be me doing um, all of these kind talks with them. I understand that some models would know how the payment structure would work, whereas some would some wouldn't know what safety and hygiene practices are followed on my shoots. I need to start saying my shoots. So let me try again. Right, I'll tell them right from what sexual positions they would have to act to the sex toys that'll be used, putting everything out on the tables and safe and ethical practices before my my hiring models for my shoots. Mm. Some models would know the payment structure would work whereas some wouldn't know what safety and hygiene practices are followed on my shoots. I understand that I need to set the expectations right of what I want them to do and how they will be using my videos. I tell them kindly about the risk and benefits involved in the business. Some models might back out, that's okay, while some may request time to mull over it and that's okay. But it's always better in my view, 
for me to set the expectations clear at the start rather than things turning ugly later. Number two. Um, I give them the res. I give my. I give the respect that my models deserve. So right from the auditions to the production, there shouldn't be a moment when my models feel cheap or outcasted because of what they do. I know they deserve all the respect as any other human being. I know this is a profession and I know no model should be made to feel cheap for the nature of their work. I know they are not objects of fantasies, but humans are doing their jobs. If they get the respect they deserve, it's not an if, they, it's mandatory all the time for me. My models give their best for my movies, which in turn will mean better business for myself and them. So review performers' bill of rights, adult performer advocacy committee for guidance, and I've already done episodes regarding that. Number three, I give them ample breaks between shoots. Let's be honest, porn is not the easiest job in the world and takes a lot of energy to do it right to the best of our abilities. There are instances of, you know, sometimes in shooting gangbang scenes, it could be a bunch of adults having penetrative sex or non-penetrative sex with other adults, which can be really exhausting for the adults at times. So, as my porn studio, I give them ample time to recover and be ready for the next one. Um... I think that it is inhumane to have short minute breaks being pushed to the brink. There's no such thing as being inhuman when it comes to any businesses that I do. I refuse to endanger my models' health just to make quick money. I want my models to give their best and be their best in shoots, but I give them appropriate time to smoothly recuperate. These small statements of understanding go along with building adequate trust and security between the models and the production house of mine, my models. When I say my models, I'm not talking about objectification. I'm talking about those who work for my business. That's it. Number four, I help train new models of mine. Not every model that I hire will be a trained or experienced professional. That's okay. Every model experience did not start as a beginner in the business. I don't want to say nobody. I'll just say a beginner. With the help of many porn production companies and in my case with the help of my porn production company 
my models learn the tactics of my business and then they go on to become leading porn stars if they choose to. It can get really overwhelming for new models to jump into making porn videos without an understanding of what and how to act in situations that demand them to enact a role. And I am sensitive to all of that. Here is where I, as a production house owner, will give them ample training in role-playing and what I expect them to do. I give them a few tries, a few retakes won't matter much in the long run. You know, the tr- actually tries and retakes as many as they need. That's how I think. I give my models a cool-off time. The porn business isn't the easiest, and... Many models, it takes them time to realize that after finishing their first movies or shoots. But for me, I think that my porn business will be, everyone will be so human and humane, humanely human, that it won't feel like a burden at all whatsoever so my movies and my shoots will be smooth smooth sailing that is how well we're going to treat ourselves and each other I understand that I have spent time and money on my shoots and if the model request is not to air the porn that means some loss for me as a production house um and for me, I would ask people their comfort level with the porn airing. If I get a sense they're not fully comfortable, I can have them do something else in my business. Like they can work by the camera or they can be on executive leadership. It's like, just because they may not have the full comfort with the porn airing, it's like there are other things and other jobs in the adult entertainment career that they could do for my business. Because I don't want my business just to be a porn production company. I want it to be a ethical adult sex work of all types production company. And sex work legal environments. <gasps> so... Some people go, if you don't want to have intercourse on camera, then I don't want anything to do with you. No, I don't have to treat people like that because I never have and I never will. There are other ways for them to make a honest legal living. You don't have to be of condescension or condescending about it. I value people pricelessly so I'm not going to totally discard you but just because that's one thing you're not fully comfortable with there's other things we can work it out people that are high quality hearted oh we we I will go tooth and nails above me on to make sure we always eat together even if whether we have a personal relationship or not doesn't matter to me we're going to eat together then it says, This is why a call off period, in my view, is an ethical practice that I will implement in my own company. 
Um, a week cool off period for first time models for me is a good practice that I'm gonna follow. This gives my models ample time to rethink and evaluate their choices. And when it comes to my own company, I decided no one's allowed to sign a contract without credible lawyers informing them well about all of their rights and privileges. And all the rights and privileges will be within the contract. If we need to amend it for the better, we will. And you can't sign it without reading all of it. I'm like, no. You, you, and I would be like, okay. I'll ask the lawyers, did they read all of it? No. You can't sign it and fully commit to my business until you fully read all the paperwork words. And, and then I'd be like, okay, if you read it, was everything explained? Were all the questions answered? And the answer is no. Okay, everything has to be explained, fully explained and fully agreed upon with you and the lawyers before it's before the proof of that is in the signature John Hancock, right? That's me. And I decided I want to make sure that I, my business... Um, Make sure that they, all the models have all of their, all the types of insurances that a human being can have. My business will help make sure that all of the types of insurances that they need, that a human being should have will stay intact forever. And I want to, I'm into weekly and bi-weekly paychecks. I don't like the idea of, okay... I just pay for the shoot. It's like, if you work for me, you know, if you're like, hey, I just want to be exclusive with you, then I'll say, okay, but remember, you can always work with other companies if you want to. I don't want to stop you from making all your money that you can make elsewhere, but because the way I treat them, they'll work for me more than anybody else because I'm the most kind-hearted to them professionally and personally but I'm always appropriate in both fully appropriate in both if it all goes well I publish the porn in full piece if not then I will always have the permanent respects of my of the models I only say my models if it's published, if not the models, you know. Number six, pay them fairly. There are some production houses treating models like slaves and paying them peanuts in comparison to the earnings they make from their videos. And that is a bunch of disheartening heartlessness for me. And that will never be something as a part of my any business I do. The reason they give is that it's just sex and a model can do it. Mm. The inhuman, inhumane thought pattern that is. This is just plain dead wrong. Every profession deserves fair pay and the porn business is no different. And I strongly agree with that. No matter what gender identity or gender genderlessness that you subscribe yourself to. 
because gender and sexual diversity should always be honored. Depending on the time, efforts, and dedication, it should be paid their fair share, and I will definitely do that with my business. It's actually them who make your porn... It's actually them who make my porn famous, not my cameras, not my props. It's my models. Number eight, stay away from unethical business practices. No matter how alluring and big money I can make, things like child porn and enforced sex are just dead wrong. Not only are such things banned and punishable by the laws, which they absolutely should be, but it's also just unethical to make money on the misery of others. And I am so offended by that. To make money on the misery of others, no matter what industry. I get irate and indignation about that. As a production company of mine, the onus is on me to not allow any such kind of practice and keep my business is um, reputable, solid reputation. This way, not only do I stay away from the law and this way, not only do I stay away from the law enforcing agencies, but also I garner respect for models in the industry. That's very true. That's very true. But we will have healthy relationships with law enforcement, um, for sure, because there's no reason to hide what I'm doing because it's completely legal at the same time. I don't give law enforcement reasons to come after me and my business. Mm. Number eight, use top-notch equipment. Anybody with a camera in a room can shoot porn videos and make money from it, but as my production house, I want people to know and follow my videos, then it is absolutely mandatory for me to invest heavily in the best equipment possible without causing myself needless and unnecessary financial burdens, not even to anybody else. A well-lit room with a quality camera could be the difference between hand-shot amateur porn and porn from production houses, which is true. I think I'm going to have well-lit rooms with quality cameras for sure. Be it a high-quality tripod or the props I need for my videos, I make sure to get the best I can in my wise budget. These investments would be fruitful for me in the long run and make me stand out positive, make me stand out positively from the crowd. So What I want to share is I decided even if my models retire or quit, I will always say, hey, when times get tough, we'll keep you on the payroll as a way of saying we will always appreciate you. The regular payroll that I was talking about bi-weekly, weekly, they'll be like, hey, I understand that you know, jobs in other other industries may frown upon our business. We'll always keep you on the payroll, so times get tough. Hey, we'll make sure that we help you um, 
do banking services with banks that are friendly to the industry and will always vouch for you in times of buying home or renting home, whatever you need to do for yourself as an adult, we got you. That's just how compassionate I am with that. And there's more I'm going to share. Hey, so I wanted to do this one more time because new listeners may know, okay, what are these rights you speak of? So here we go. This is the adult talent list. The Performers Bill of Rights was created as a resource for performers, agencies, and employers to ensure a generally positive experience in the performer's career. The document indicates what performers are entitled to to maintain a generally positive experience in their careers. Performers deserve to be treated with respect, not just by producers and other on-set personnel, but also by their agents. I do not believe workers should be treated as disposable nor feel pressure to accept unsafe conditions because I hate that. The Performances Bill of Rights is not a legal document, it should be, but rather a collaboration of performers and those who work closely with them. It was created to outline what performers have the right to expect when hired as well as what conditions are conducive to mental, emotional, and physical health. It is a tool that can be used in talent agreements and producer contracts, casting breakdowns and call sheets. So... I'm glad they put this in the words I'm about, I was about to personalize, but I agree to all these um, rights and entitlements in advance. Here I go. As a performer, I'm entitled to the following rights prior to a shoot, at least a day prior. I have the right to know the content of the shoot, the people I'll be performing with, the expected shoot length, and the proposed pay. I am not required to perform acts not agreed upon prior to my arrival at work. Pressured negotiations and unexpected changes are not acceptable. In the event of same-day talent cancellations, notify all other talent and ensure new talent are comfortable working together. I agree with all of these things quite strongly. I have the right to decline in a professional manner to perform any professional request or sexual act I don't feel comfortable with. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to specify my preferred method of protection against STDs and STIs, knowing that studios may not comply. Accepting a scene is ultimately my decision. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to be heard when I have, when I have concerns or questions about any part of a scene or workday. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to not be pressured to perform sexual acts off camera anytime before, during, after the shoot. I strongly agree with that. During a shoot, I have the right to be treated with respect as a high professional at all times on set. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to studio-provided water on set. I also have the right to studio-provided snacks if the shoot is expected to last up to six hours. If the shoot is expected to last more than six hours, a reasonable quality studio-provided meal is recommended. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to request that my scene partner follow the same STI safety protocols I'm comfortable with. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to work only with performers that follow the safety protocols that I choose to follow for myself. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to set provided lubricants, enemas, douches, baby wipes, and condoms if applicable. I strongly agree with that. 
I have the right to decline or agree to any sexual act proposed to me before or during the scene, even if I previously decided to decline or agree to said sexual act. I'm aware that if the choice is previously expressed before the shoot day, then the producer slash director has the right to cancel the scene if it does not coincide with their expectations. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to call off a scene if health problems arise that would put my fellow scene partners or others on set at risk. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to access of the onset bloodborne pathogen plan or someone who is knowledgeable of the onset bloodborne pathogen plan. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to vocalize any concerns about my health and safety on set and have all reasonable remedies carried out. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to stop the scene and check in with the director if I feel uncomfortable or distressed. I strongly agree with that. After a shoot, I have the right to be paid my agreed-upon fees according to the company's usual method of payment. I strongly agree with that. I have the right to not have to make repeated demands for payment, nor will I have payments unreasonably withheld from me. I strongly agree with that. I'm thankful to the Adult Performer Advocacy Committee for helping me to understand what my rights are and are not. And I strongly agree with that. So... So, this is what I want to say. Um, here are tips to become a successful adult entertainer. This is webcam startup, but let me put it in my own words. Um, don't put all of your eggs in one basket. This is for people who tend to be typically loyal to a particular entity or a particular entity site, like a cam site. This is going to be a, a complex process more than a person who's not typically loyal to any particular entity or any website like a campsite. And remember, um, how am I going to personalize this? When I, familiar, when I familiarize myself with features and the way a site works, I become knowledgeable of the clientele. And I can pretty much know what to expect at any given time. I tend to stick to it. And this adult entertainment career business, you simply um, can't. Um, diversity is what will help me guarantee. Okay, let me wind it back. In this business, you simply can't um, be monolithic. The adult entertainment career business requires people to be uh, polylithic. I created that word. Polylithic means the plurality of, the spectrum of, the diversification of, the realm of. That means you have to not typecast yourself. Don't let anyone typecast you. Don't let anyone stereotype you. Don't stereotype yourself. Don't typecast others. Don't stereotype others. That's what that means. Diversity is what will help me generate revenue from various platforms, websites, entities, ultimately, for me, add up to increase my bottom line. So I don't put all my eggs in one basket. Number two, I know when to say no. 
When you are a yes person, say no can be a challenge. So I am not a yes person all the time. So saying no, it's not that challenging for me. In this business, I have to know when to say no, which I do. The consequences can be not only time-wasting, but more seriously traumatizing. If you're, if you're of the consumption of people-pleasing, people-appeasing, also because of the fear of rejection and the fear of disapproval is another way to put that too. But those aren't my issues, but I deeply respect that those are issues by the people and I'm very patient with them. Whether a content producer or webcam model, I stay firm with my limitations and I demand that I am met. I stay firm with my... Okay, la 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 la. Calm down, Antonio. Wind it back. Whether a content producer or a webcam model, I stay firm with my limitations. And I do demand that my limitations, meaning they, are met with respect. Yes, my limitations are met with respect because I demand that. It is easy to be taken advantage of and not setting wholesome boundaries for my business and and my personal space can lead to unfortunate ass events. Number three, I set goals. And I fucking strive to reach them. Um, Easier said than done, but totally doable. I know my goals and I learn what it will take for me to reach them. It's easy to say I want to make a million dollars a year. It's easy to say I want to make a billion dollars a year. It's easier to say I want to make a trillion dollars a year. I probably at first didn't think I could do it. But... Because I haven't done that yet, um, it hasn't been set in stone, but I do know that that will happen for me in its own due process. I find out what it will take to make me successful and I start off with short-term goals easily reach until I get closer to my long-term goals. I prioritize them to keep myself on proper tracks and I follow through on what I should be following through. Number four, the better my work ethic, the better the results for me. Every day is a work day, whether a simple post on social media or a full 12-hour day of camming, blogging, editing, posting, promoting, socializing, etc. I do need to take time off from time to time, which won't severely affect my work if I put in the time when I am working every day. Um, Number five, my time management is important Uh, to me. And I also make it important for everybody else to stick to as well. Staying on task can be hard when I get um, um, many phones, sex calls, emails for custom video orders. My personal life interrupts um, uh, wonderfully. Or I just have moments where I bounce all over the place without stressing myself out I set myself a schedule and I stick to it by assigning a certain amount of hours to my daily tasks for me you know I decided that I'm going to do camming at least an hour a day at minimum and then 
I, I decided in the future I'm going to give myself about hmm, every other day for editing. That could be half an hour or every other four hours, something like that. Then I'll do about 20 minutes for blogging. Uh, about 10 minutes for updates and then about an hour and a half for promotions. You get, I get the idea. I pick what works best for me. Those are just examples I came up with on the fly. And so I decided when it came to the adult entertainment industry, I'm going to be doing camming, blogging, editing, posting, promoting, socializing, etc. That too. So, there's more. Uh, Number three. I can do it by myself, but I'm going to have the right people to help me too. When I get in the adult entertainment business, I will get bombarded with job offers and requests to shoot with other talent and models. And there will be some that I actually go, oh, this totally fits me. Count me in. I don't have to in order to be goddamn successful. (laughs) Matter of fact, some of the most successful independent models and producers, those who shoot generally for it with just themselves. I decided, yes, I'm going to be an adult content creator. Yes, that is going to happen. And... Ain't no shit gonna get in the way of me doing that. And so, yes, I'm gonna be an independent model and an independent producer, an independent director, independent pornographer, independent porn performer, independent porn star, maybe global icon comes up, all that stuff too. Then it says, if I choose to, that is entirely at my discretion, but I know that it's not necessary. That's just how I feel about every request and job offer. I go, hmm, I'm not desperate. I'm not needy or clingy, so I don't need to. And not going to. So number seven, I research properly and I properly educate myself. I learn my craft and my businesses. Educating myself will help me get a good start coming the door. Or if I am already a seasoned star, which I will be in the future, the knowledge will help me avoid some serious and costly mistakes, but I but also help me structure my business for true success. No hissy fits or pissy fits for me when it comes to constructive correction and and constructive criticism through research and online resources I can virtually learn anything I take that knowledge and develop my business to self-manage as best I can I generate and direct traffic to me and my sites and my production houses and I ultimately increase my revenue streams 
The best defense is good offense. Now, offense is powered with learning and knowing my opponents. I take what I learn and I run with it. This is this is awesome. I'm I'm reading the writings of uh, Carrie, also known as Platinum Puts Pussy. She calls herself Platinum Pussy. She spells it P Z Z Y, but I mean the. It's obvious what she's saying. I'm just putting some of what she says in my own words and then ad-libbing, you know, so I'm really showing that I'm thinking for myself. Also, research websites before I give them my personal information. I do the same with other performers. I find out everything I can before I jump into providing them my driver's license, social security number, address, bank, and info. Um, I don't give my drive my my ID or your driver's license to everybody Mm-mm. that is something I will always keep private social security number that's always private address always private banking info is private but um now in terms of proper payments is you know as long as they're not creepy people and it's like okay we have to so we can definitely um help you with insurance and payments it's like okay fine anything else like hell no don't be spreading my shit there motherfucking body then it says look for bad reviews social media prevent social media presence and positive feedback as well as for your own security and peace of mind yes yes i do look for bad reviews I do look for social media presence, and I do look for positive feedback. I even do look for negative feedback, as well as for my own security and my own peace of mind. That's something that I definitely do. Number eight, I manage my money properly. Once I have determined how to properly spend my money and minimize my overhead while increasing my revenue, I will need to have good money management skills. I already have that down pat. How much money I make is pointless if I spend it frivolously, and that's never an issue for me. I budget my business needs well, I take care of my personal expenses well, and I start saving the rest well. I already do these things. Um, this adult entertainment career business can be unpredictable at times, and, and it can have some really high moments, but also some dead periods where my revenue will drop tremendously. For me, because I don't make adult entertainment career my primary source of income, it's just extra revenue for me. My main revenue will come from um, advocating for other people. Now, I'm not pimping anybody when it comes to that, and no one is being sold or nor sold out when it comes to that. I'm just saying that a lot of my work... Because I do what comes to me naturally. I just make an honest living from it. But again, no one's being exploited. It's like, okay, I have my own entrepreneurship that does cater to um, resolving the ills of the world through business. That's, that's my social entrepreneurship. That would be my primary income. But I believe you can make an honest living, take help take care of other people as long as you take care of yourself 
and you can do it in a way that's not all about the Benjamins, baby. It's kind of like, it's like certain people who are the least of these, you can make money as long as you put the least of these first. They go, okay, yeah, yeah, go, go, go make sure you eat. But because you're doing for us, you don't sell us out, you public about your love for us, go ahead and make your money. We don't care. That's how, what it's like because of who I am. People are like, man, okay, Antonio makes money. That's not bad, you know, because Antonio's willing to lose money and popularity and everything for us. So the fact that he has that stuff doesn't bother us at all. That's how outcasts look at my life. Um, I'm prepared financially already for these moments. Which will save me from not having the money. Being prepared financially, I am for these moments, does already save me. Because I am not stressed about personal finances like I used to be. I'm not anymore. And I do have the money to, I will have the money I need to run my business during those times. I will. Because when you make something a, a side hustle, it's just extra. Then it's like, okay, I already have the other money to help me with this money. So I'm not tripping. Number nine, I do seek legal advice. I know the laws of my state and my city. I'm in the DMV, Maryland, Virginia, but I'm in, I live in DC. I say DC. I know the laws of the DMV as to all aspects of my businesses. In some states and some cities, webcam requires a permit, which is not a problem for me. In most states, it's illegal to shoot porn. I'm thankful they said that. I'll just go to the ones that is legal. Going to jail or a court case could be a costly major inconvenience for my businesses and avoid it by seeking legal advice. That's one reason why I seek legal advice to make sure I make legal money. The same bears true for release forms and other important businesses. Um, I should be making sure I take care of to keep myself legitimate and legally protecting the laws of my state and my cities. So, number 10. I register myself. I register myself as a legitimate business. File an S corp, register a business name, something that doesn't appear to be adult. It could be. For me, it'll be. AOs, A, first and last initial of my last name, and get a tax ID number. Give every company. I'm gonna give every company I work for this number but not my social. I'm a, I, I am going to get a business bank account and I'm going to have all my deposits going to my business account. I file my taxes as a business. It's important to start as I start to increase my income. And people will thank me later for doing that. Number 11, quality versus quantity. The eager beaver will be all to set to push out numerous clips when they get started. That's not me, though. 
Although the thought is commendable at the end of the day, I want to focus on quality, which I already do. I take the time and investment to create high quality content more so than the quantity. A solid video will sell. It's better to have a solid video than to sell mediocre clips any day. Remember, this is my brand. My quality or lack thereof will be the reputation of my businesses. Oh, we're of substance. That's not a problem for us. Number 12. I secure my name anywhere possible. I never know where I might drive traffic from. Creating profiles carrying my name helps me generate traffic and branding some unlikely places. Not only do I want the traffic, but I don't want someone else representing my name. Number number 13, I think outside the box. Being creative is what is going to not only set me aside from the other business owners, it will help me bring in revenue from some unlikely sources as long as they're all positive people sources this is my time to show what i have i use my experiences from from prior jobs in school to help me mentally put i put that brain to good work and i create some innovative tactics that will set me apart in a good way from others in my business number 14 i remember i sell the fantasy because i am the fantasy it's a real easy it's real easy it's real easy as hell to forget where the fucking line is between reality and fantasy in this adult entertainment career business. You are the boss. Right? Here's the best way to put it. I am the boss. I am the motherfucking boss. I am the goddamn boss. I sell this I sell the fantasy. I can be whoever the fuck I want I wanna be. I can be whoever the hell I want to be. I disconnect to stay attached to, I disconnect wholesomely to stay attached to meaningful reality, and I definitely give myself some off time. It can take over my life, interfere with my personal relationships if I allow to, and I don't allow, I don't allow that shit to happen. And number 15, safety first is how I think. If I'm doing anything that involves contact with other individuals in any sexual matter whatsoever, I get my ass talent tested. I register as a performer and I go get tested. Industry standard is 14 days, not 30. 14 days is two weeks when you think about it. This is definitely one of the most important steps of this guidance should be taken very seriously. This is my life. I am jet. This is... Hey, this is your life, right? This is my life. And I refuse to jeopardize it by not following protocol and safety adherence. I'm definitely going to follow protocol and safety adherence. That's for damn certain. I'm not allowing grief to seize me. I'm not allowing anxiety, phobia, stress, shame, panic, depression, post-traumatic stress to ensnare me. To the point where I can't fully function. Last number 16. My mental health is a must. Whether I'm the ambition whether whether I'm the ambitious business owner, that would be me. Performer, be me, a webcam model, webcam model, that would be that would be me. One of the things that is easily overlooked in 
the adult entertainment career passion to succeed is our collective mental health and our individual mental health. You know, there are people who are suffering from depression. There are people who are victims of being bullied. And there are people in any way feeling the pressures of life and business. It's okay for all of us to take time off to nurture positive mental health, positive inner health, positive physical health, positive all-around health. The balance of our lives and our businesses can be a mystery, and I will find myself what seems to be a maze of confusion, trying to figure everything out, and I, and I manage all the aspects of my life. I've learned it's okay to not have everything figured out, and that's acceptable to me. I'm recognized when my breaks are needed, and I do allow myself the time to regenerate because I do not live a sedentary lifestyle. I am physically and mentally active. I'm hyperactive. And I don't spend too much time on technological devices of any kind because I need to continue to live my excellent life. I'm going to be a webcam performer and a porn performer too. And um, I'm gonna be a model. I'm gonna be a supermodel. I'm gonna be a nude model. Producer, graphic designer, and director, marketer. I definitely wanna do those things too. Um, Here are all the adult entertainment career positions that I desire to do. I want to sell my nudes and my intimate pictures. I want to sell my homemade videos. I want to become a webcam model. I want to get paid to sext, S-E-X-T, and chat. I want to sell my used undergarments and my provocative clothing. I want to be a global star as a performer in the porn industry. And I want to do sugar dating, sugaring, and be a sugar baby. And I want to be an international sensation on adult social media platforms. I want to be a. I want to be a nude model. I want to be a fetish model. I want to be a webcam model. I want to be a clip performer. I want to be a softcore pornography actor. I want to be a hardcore pornography actor. I want to be a lingerie model or a boxer briefs G-string model. Hey, I want to be a phone sex operator. I want to be a dom slash sub slash versatile switch slash top slash bottom performers. 
I want to be an exotic dancer. I want to be a reality performer. I want to do services for fan site services. I want to do adult industry services category, pretty much. I want to help with the strip club franchises, the legal services, support therapy, medical testing, merchants, slash counting services, and more. I want to help, like, with the bar slash club supplies, lighting, dance poles, stage equipment, lingerie, again, costumes and condoms. Have my own sex toy line. And my sex events chain of events. Like, we have a place where we, a place where we have sex and that's a part of entrepreneurship. I always want to do that. I want to be an internet model. I want to be a text chat operator. I want to help with the production staff. I want to help with the promo models. I want to help with the talent recruiter. I want to be a talent recruiter. I want to be a go-go dancer. I want to shoot locations. I want miscellaneous jobs that do not fit neatly that do not fit neatly into traditional categories. I want to be a photographer, videographer too. I want to be. I want to be a manager. I want to be a social media expert. I want to be a webmaster, IT, Clar slash bar staff. I want that. I want to do that. I want to be a makeup artist. I want to do sales slash marketing. I want to be a graphic artist. I want to be an editor and a writer, and shoot locations. Yes, yes. Promo model. That's me. Production staff. Me, me, me. Administration slash office staff, I want to do that. I want to be an amateur. I just want to do all the jobs, man. I just want to do them all. Just being honest. Okay. Let me wrap up with this, though. I want to become an adult model, right? So, what precise is adult modeling? First of all, it's necessary for an aspiring model like me to grasp what this kind of modeling is. Simply put, adult modeling includes posing lingerie, topless, or full nude, even some, okay, even some occasions with graphic sexual content referred to as hardcore modeling. Count, um, um, count me all the way in on that. While topless modeling may help me, may be one of the ways I pay my bills with the right set of my physical assets, oh, let's just say it's much more to be, to be desired. Wink. It often takes a willingness for me to post full nude for a model to see any positive results on my bank account, and that's what is going to occur to me. However, hardcore modeling, which is most popular than adult modeling entertainment business can earn models the most money. I'm not deterred by that. So, I'm going to speak as if I'm already doing this. Here we go. Models like me who star in hardcore productions, also called a porn star, which I am, I make the most cash. Notice I'm speaking as if that's my world. When you speak things into existence... And then it happens to you. So I'm, I'm going to say to myself, it's already happening to me. 
My earnings are derived from images in my video work in addition to my guest appearances, my signings, my adult entertainment events, and my personal membership website. My modern website accepts month-to-month membership from my fans to feed my content material. In addition to my selling my merchandise and my having my webcam shows can simply make me as a model supermodel more money than anything. I mean, you some more prominent adult models, you can gross greater than than thousands of dollars monthly and a few of them only pose nude. I don't mind posing nude or fully clothed or half naked. I I I, I, I wanna do all that. However, performing hardcore productions can be the could be the most profitable and that would be for me again. It is usually the most demanding, and if not dealt with correctly, may result in fast burnout. No. Rest and relaxation is what I do, and I need to do both. Before plunging into something because of the earning potential, I make certain it's something I'm fully comfortable with and something I actually wish to do. Probably the most profitable adult models and entertainers like me really love what they do. I really love what I do. So, I take my time. When I get started with my adult modeling career and my cash begins rolling in and the offers for my talents flood my inbox and my fan club's membership begins to achieve more than quadruple digits, I will will need to take steps back I will need to take steps back, take my deep breaths, and I will relax. Many desired adult models burn out within 12 months as a result of they simply cannot pace themselves. I'm glad I'm educating myself now about it, so that's not going to happen to me. Sometimes an agency will ensure their star does not reach the stage of work overload. I will be beautifully um, helped with my agency, and I'm glad that I'm saying agencies. What am I saying? Yeah, they're going to help me. But if on my own, I make certain to put aside a couple of, you know, at least 48 hours every week only for myself. So I'll be able to take pleasure in different things that than just modeling for myself. That'll be me. So I am going to take my time and select an adult modeling agency after deciding that adult modeling is really for me which it is it's necessary it's still necessary for me to determine whether or not i go at it alone or i seek the help of an adult modeling agency or management firm for me agencies and management companies have connections within the business in addition to expertise and the skills to market a model and provide me the publicity that i need to get seen by not only potential clients such as photographers and producers more importantly my fans my big ass fan base is vital to my modeling becoming profitable financially and emotionally for me my loyal ass fan base is not going to only purchase my my me as my as their favorite models as merchandise and sign up to my website and go to me at appearances at clubs but additionally i will provide but eventually they will provide my approval, my adoration, and my respect. Many models like me credit, we credit our followers for getting us through the tough ass days when 
very last thing I desire to do is get in front of a motherfucking camera. Um, a great model management agency that I look forward to being a part of may also help me as the supermodel develop my fan base by way of innovative marketing and promotional strategies. So an agency additionally offers supermodels like me a love respectability within the business because I'm the shit. I may negotiate on they may negotiate on my behalf with photographers, producers and different adult content distributors who want to hire me and they're gonna make certain all my contracts are goddamn legit. So I look forward to being my an ethical adult content creator. I look forward to being an independent adult content creator. And I look forward to being an adult content distribu- distributor as well. Mm. Well, I just have one more to read. So... This is seven tips for contacting adult model porn star the job offer. So I've been browsing through the resumes and talent profiles and adult talent lists, and I've pinpointed a few performers and models that I, mean, I am interested in working with that I would like to work with. Now what? I click on the message button to make first contact. The messenger pops up, and I lay my hands to the keyboard, but I am dumb, but I am dumbstruck by what to type in this article. This article will give you some pointers to help make sure that first message won't go unread and I will get a response. I am brief but informative in my messages. Being brief but informative is key for me. When contacting potential talent, it's, it's best for me to be concise to the point with my initial emailing. I likely have to do more follow-up exchanges with prospects, so I save the finer details for later. I avoid being repetitive, nor providing a lot of extraneous information. That's unnecessary for me. I focus on sticking to what, when, where, how which who what when where why which and how that's what i stick to and i do make sure to avoid typos misspelled words improper grammar punctuation errors and the like as that can turn educated people off educated people like me off um i don't want to piss nobody off unnecessarily I am professional and I am polite when contacting adult models. People, the majority of people, want to be treated respectfully and thoughtfully, including me. Employers like me, we don't forget that we're competing for talent listed on the sites. To stand out positively from the crowd, Kind and thoughtful messages that demonstrate this basic ass reality will go a long ass way. And that's what the hell I think. It will also show that I run a truly a professional business. I make clear specific job offers. 
This is the easiest way to get my attention as a candidate and the can and other candidates too. The big the biggest mistake I can make as an employer is sending a vague message that doesn't contain a clear job offer. That shittiness right there. Um The person and other people either ignore or delete your email since it doesn't it doesn't even fucking address why they're on the site in the first damn place. Candidates want high quality, unforgettable work. I make sure to describe the type of work I'm offering in my first email, and I know I'll have much higher response rates as a result. I keep track of who I've already messaged. I don't have the potential candidates. I recommend you wait at least a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, maybe five weeks before messaging, emailing that person again or however time frame they have you wait, as long as it makes sense, wait out the wait, you know? Fortunately, my system, fortunately, the system makes it easy to keep track of the people that's already been contacted. When I visit my messages history, I'll get to see whom I've already reached out to, and I'll be able to see the, the last date I sent, um, I sent messages to this person or the people. So, um... I want to say this in closing, closing from the top of my head, from my heart. Uh, basically, um, I also figured I wanted to be a gigolo too. Just throwing that in there. And um, I want to be a male stripper. I want to be in a, an exotic dancer, an erotic dancer. And, oh, before I go off the top of my head, let me read to you what I want to do. Um, I also want to be a webcam model. I want to be a pornographic model. I want to do adult content subscription services. I want to be a stripper. I want to be a pole dancer. I want to be a naked butler. I want to be a phone sex operator. I want to do pole dancing. I want to be... I want to do I want to be a go-go dancer I want to be an erotic dancer I want to be a twerker who does twerking I want to do neo burlesque I want to do Victorian burlesque I want to do American burlesque um I want to do pornographic film acting I want to do lap dancing I want to do grinding I want to do bumping I want to do juking I want to do freak dancing I want to do freaking I want to do uh, strip teasing. I want to do uh, table dancing and bar top dancing. Um, I want to be a peep show performer. I want to be a sugar baby. Uh, I would love to be a sexual surrogate. In places where it's legal, places where it's legal, 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 legal. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind being a street prostitute because it would be safe there. It's safe. It's legal and safe, decriminalized. Hey, that is healthy street prostitution. I would, I would love to be a street prostitute. 
Um, in places where it's legal, 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 safe, 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 decriminalized, 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 I would love to do healthy indoor prostitution. I want to do indoor prostitution. I want to do healthy brothel work. I want to do healthy massage parlor related prostitution. I want to do healthy bar casino prostitution. Again, where it's legal, 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 safe, 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 decriminalize, criminalize, decriminalize. And I would love to be a dominatrix. You know, I know it's for women, but hey, can I want to be a non-binary dominatrix. That's just personally me. In a place where it's legal, 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 safe, 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 decriminalize, criminalize, decriminalize, I would love to be an escort. I would love to be a call boy. I just have these sides of me that lap dancing. I want to do that, that, that for sure. I would love to do sex shops and strip clubs, adult theaters, sex-oriented businesses, and red light districts and pleasure districts. I just love to be honest. And now these are aspects that I really, really like. Of course, I'm from I'm for decriminalization. No criminal penalties for all types of ethical adult sex work. I wanna I wanna do ethical adult sex tourism. Paid and free. Legal, 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 safe, 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 decriminalize, criminalize, decriminalize. And I wanna I wanna have all ethical adult sex work legal and regulated in favor of ethical adult sex workers. I wanna do that. I want full decriminalization. Full legalization and full decriminalization. Absolutely. Um, Legal, 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 safe, 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 decriminalize, criminalize, decriminalize. I wanna do I wanna do healthy transactional sex. I wanna do treating dating. In the social context of dating, treating is the practice providing companionship and intimate activity in exchange for entertainment, outings, gifts, and other items of monetary value, such as tickets and clothes. Oh, I want that. Where it's legal, 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 safe, 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 decriminalize, criminalize, criminalize. I'm going to keep saying that because a lot of people go, he's trying to break the law. Nope, no, I'm not. 
I want to have healthy transactional sex refers to sexual relationships where the giving and slash receiving of gifts, money, or other services is an important factor. I want. I like the girlfriend experience. I want to do this. A girlfriend experience is a commercial sex act, sex service that blurs the boundaries between a financial transaction and a romantic relationship, it, where someone pretends to be your girlfriend in a session to a client. Like so it ranges from a transactional sex relationship to a client paying a sex worker to pretend to be the girlfriend during the session. Sex workers, male the service is called a boyfriend experience. I wanna I want to do the girlfriend experience and boyfriend experiences where it's legal, 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 safe, 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 decriminalized, decriminalized, decriminalized. And, um, so I want to, in places where it's legal, 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 safe, 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 decriminalize, corrupt, decriminalize, I want to do prostitution, strip clubs, host and hostess clubs. Yes, I want to host, uh, sex related pastimes such as porn, obviously. Sex-oriented adult magazines, sex movies, sex toys, the fetish should be disinfectionalia. I want to do all those things. I want to do um, sex channels for television, to prepaid sex movies for video on demand, part of the sex industry, adult movie theaters, sex shops, peep shows, strip clubs. I want to do all this stuff. I want to be an adult service provider. I want to be an adult sex provider, provide sexual services to a multitude of support personnel. That, that is so who the fuck I am. Well, it's a part of who I am, but it's still true. And yes, I want to be a pornographic model. What? Yes. And I want to see the kind of pornography that's ranging from books, magazines, postcards, photos, sculpture, drawing, painting, animation, sound recording, film video, and video games. A sex show performer, bikini baristas, telephone sex operators, cyber sex operators, erotic massagers, Amateur porn stars for online sex sessions and videos. I want to do that. I want to spend time with my call girls. You know what I mean? I want to do that. Pornograph film actor. You already know I want to do that. Just like repeating myself. It's fun. Erotic dancer. I want to do that. Um, if they had restaurants like the male version, oh, that would be fun. I've been to. Um, the female restaurants, it was great. I mean, it was, well, I shouldn't say great, it's an understatement. It was phenomenal. Um, I think there's a way you can do all these things without objectification, without dehumanization, without slavery-based 
commodification, without self-objectification, without derivation, which accepts the objectification of social relationships, without degradation. That's what I mean. I would love to be have my niche markets. I would love to be... Um, A person who does ribaldry or baldry, the positive versions of those things. And I want to end with this. I want to end the reading of this. I like this. In addition, like any other industry, there are people working or services, sex industries, managers, film crews, photographers, website developers, and webmasters, sales personnel, book and magazine writers and editors, etc. Some create business models, negotiate trade, make press releases, drop contracts of the owners, buy and sell content, offer technical support, run servers, billing services, or payroll, organize trade shows at various events, do marketing and sales forecasts, providing human resources, and provide tax services and legal support. Each of those management or staff do not have direct dealings with sex workers, instead hiring photographers who have direct contact with the sex workers. I want to do all the above and then some. Now that I'm finished reading, um, I want to share the rest of this off the top of my head from my heart. So basically, um, none of this has anything to do with with any hurts, habits, and hangups from the past, especially my childhood, nothing to do with that. Um, not at all. Notice how I kept honoring the law and stating multiple sides of myself. All, you know, these sides of myself. I figured out that it is okay for me to be myself and I do everything from, you know, from out of joy, out of peace, and out of wholesomeness, right? So, I want to do orgy parties, swinger parties, sex parties, sex clubs, swinger gatherings. Group sex, two people sex, out of being holistic, out of inner peace, and an end for world peace. Um, it's not out of tragedy, calamity, or savagery. It's nothing to do with that, not even from my youth. And um, I just want to say that I'm thankful that I got to clear up everything about myself in all these type of ways. Um, You know, I have a healthy relationship with free sex and transactional sex. So I spend more, I spend most of my time, when it comes to sex, most of my time is spent having healthy free sex than having healthy transactional sex, right? And that's how I choose to balance it out for me. 
Um, I'm sexually responsible. I'm sexually accountable. Um, I have sexual integrity, sexual substance, sexual effectiveness. Um, I have sexual moral excellence down to the T. Um, I am extraordinarily, exceptionally, extremely sensitive to all of my partners, the ones in sex work, and the most of them are outside of sex work, them too. And they're all extremely, extraordinarily, exceptionally sensitive to me like I am to them. And we're sensitive to each other in every which way. Um, We don't force any chemistry or compatibility because that's just sickening and maddening to do. And um, I would love to perform at bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, have romantic friendships. That would all be sweet to do. But let me get back. Um, In closing of all closings, I just want to say that when it comes to my fans, some I'll sleep with because business-wise and personal, we mix both well. But I'm very selective about that when it comes to the fans and just people I'm already intercoursing. Business, personal, mix well. So we're able to keep things non-married and casual. And nobody is needlessly hurt. And... um, I look forward to BDSM clubs, BDSM parties, though. But let me get back. I'm just so thankful. That I... Am... I'm able to have healthy sex with people's hearts, people's minds, people's bodies, people's souls, people's memories, people's uh, people's personalities, people's temperaments, people's tastes, people's touches, people's smells, people's hearings, people's sights. Um, Healthy non-verbal sex, healthy verbal sex, healthy non-penetrative sex, healthy penetrative sex, and healthy foreplays all around. I'm able to have healthy sex all around. The entirety of a person's inner being, the entirety of a person's outer being, and they all do the same juicily for me. And in the closing, closing, this is the part where I end for real this time. 
I look forward to being a global mainstream porn icon that is universally beloved and I look forward to being a global sex positive porn star that's universally beloved and I look forward to being a global ethical porn star that is universally beloved. I'm an icon for all things good and greater good about sex and sensuality and eroticism. I know that I'll be high in demand, so infrequently I may do part-time infrequently once in the blue moon I may do full-time but for the majority of the time I do so occasionally rare irregular especially most of the time all about my talking about how often I appear in adult films. But everything will be done safely. Everything will be done in the name of 100% internal safety, 100% external safety, emotional safety, psychological safety, sexual safety, um, intellectually, intellectual safety, academic safety, economic safety, and all around safety, all around enthusiastic safety. I'm just creating these hypotheses, but I'm striving for the here and there, but at times I may be fluid with it which will be um, not quite often. And what I do sexually, I want to make it clear, when it comes to my business, I want to have sexologists, sexual trauma, trained professionals, body positive, sex positive, trained professionals, um, kink positive, trained professionals, prude positive, trained professionals, slut positive, trained professionals, sex positive, trained professionals, I said it again, and, you know, And LGBTQI plus non-binary, genderless, gender queer, positive trained professionals. I want to be an intimacy coordinator, intimacy co- uh, co- uh, 
choreographer as well. And I want those type of people on, on my uh, adult, ethical adult entertainment uh, entity staff as well. And I want most of my staff to be people who are considered the outcasts of our global society. And so thank you all for hearing my heart because my heart is hearing you. Thank you for processing all of this with me because ultimately I'm processing you 